Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How safe are our elderly friends and relatives in care homes in Northern Ireland? You'd like to think they're safer now than they may have been in some homes in the past. Uh, let me speak to representative of the Belfast Telegraph. It is health correspondent Lisa Smith. Uh, Lisa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, Lisa. The Older People's Commissioner, Eddie Lynch, on the television news last night, not particularly happy. Um, indeed, relatives of residents who were in that much-talked-about Dunmurray Manor not happy uh, about how their relatives were treated in the past. But is progress being made? Well, Eddie Lynch obviously carried out his um, his investigation into the conditions at Dunmurray Manor. He published the findings of that investigation 18 months ago. That was his Home Truths report. And that was a very, very scathing report about conditions at the home, about failings by our authorities. He subsequently went back to the authorities and gave them all an opportunity to respond to his concerns and the recommendations that he he made. He made 59 separate recommendations um, about what he thought should be put in place to improve standards across our care homes. Um, the, The responses were made public yesterday and he he clearly wasn't overly happy, um, in particular with the response that he received from the RQIA, which is the regulatory body and the body that goes out and carries out the inspections of the care homes to make sure that they are meeting minimum standards. So what percentage of care homes is he not happy with? Well, he, he didn't say that. It's not that he's not happy with the percentage of care homes. It, he wasn't happy with the response that he received from the, the RQIA. He didn't feel that he received enough reassurance from them that they um, have sort of taken ownership of the, the concerns that he raised and that they have accepted um, a number of his recommendations. So, for example, he feels that they haven't accepted that the current system of regulation and inspection is flawed. Um, he, he, out of the recommendations, he, he called for a rating system to be put in place. He believes that the RQIA didn't offer a view on the introduction of a, of a rating system. He believes that they didn't give a view or a commitment to stronger financial penalties. That's another thing that he would like to see put in place. So where a care home is found to be continually failing to meet minimum standards, he would like 
for um, those care homes to be uh, financially penalised for that. At the moment, there is a system in place whereby trusts can claw back, I think it's 20% of payments when a home fails to meet standards. But as far as I'm aware, that has never happened. And does he want the RQIA to get a kick up the backside? Does he want the health minister to, to do more? Does he want the people just to change their their attitudes and styles of how, how work is done and no progress is being made? Is, is that a fair analysis? Well, I, I spoke to Dr Robert Pate about this last night. Um, the commissioner didn't work in isolation on this report. He had a panel of experts. And one of those experts was Dr. Robert Pate. And uh, he he spoke to me last night. He was very scathing, actually, uh, uh, in his assessment of the RQIA and their response to, the, to this report. Um, and he said that it is now time. We, we haven't had a minister. A lot of these recommendations, we are being told, are reliant on, on, on a health minister. We now have that minister in place. And Dr. Pate said to me that it is now time for the minister and our politicians to hold the RQIA to account. He he said to me that there are questions over whether the RQIA is fit for purpose at this current time, given their response to the report. And I suppose in the meantime, we have people right across the country who are concerned about their relatives in private care. Now, private care is absolutely essential as far as the NHS is concerned or they'd be, they'd be swamped beyond belief yes. and we should also emphasise that there are many many care homes that are doing sterling work, an excellent job, a, a credit Absolutely. to, to, to yes. society and the, and the community but should people be concerned about the possibility of their loved one not being properly looked after? Well, I think that was another point that the Commissioner made, and certainly um, Dr. Pate made, and also um, Eleanor Hayes, who was also on the panel. I spoke to her as well last night. Um, They all feel that um, relatives of of residents in care homes should be listened to more um, by the likes of the RQIA whenever they do have concerns. They're the eyes on the ground, so to speak. They're the ones who can see what is happening. And there, there was a feeling um, among the, in the Home Truths report that perhaps family members weren't always being listened to. Um, you know, yes, there is a lot of wonderful work being done in care homes, but certainly when you go through the RQI website and you keep an eye on some of these care homes, there are homes that do seem to continually... Uh, struggle to meet basic standards and these are very very basic standards and um, you know where you're talking about um, residents not getting medication for weeks on end residents suffering massive amounts of weight loss and very for an unexplained weight loss as well you know some of the examples that um, Eddie Lynch uncovered in the home in his home truths report were absolutely horrific. Horrific is absolutely the word. Uh, I have to leave it there, Lisa. We're going to be talking to uh, Eddie Lynch after the news. Eddie, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Um, on TV last night, you're less than happy. You continue uh, to be frustrated by the whole issue of elderly care here in Northern Ireland. 
Uh, yes, that, that's correct, Frank. Um, my uh, home trades report came out 18 months ago, which um, highlighted a number of failings in the, the system here in terms of providing good quality care, care for older people in residential and nursing homes. And it made 59 recommendations. And while some of those recommendations have been progressed, many of them still remain outstanding. And really what I want, what, what I want to see and what older people and their families need to see is um, more action being taken to ensure that all those recommendations are implemented as a matter of urgency. And the regulation, the, the regulation and quality improvement authority—that's what RQIA stands for. You're, you're not happy with that authority. Well, there's a number of recommendations that were made against uh, for the RQIA. Some of the changes um, and recommendations have been accepted. Um, for example, there have been changes now made to the inspection process. Previously, inspections were really only carried out Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Now there's a move to carry out more inspections in, at night time and at weekends, and that's certainly a, a, a welcome move. But I think there's a lot more that needs to be done in relation to ensuring that our system of regulation and inspection is, is fit for purpose. We need to make sure we have a stronger system that can identify problems in homes more quickly, a system that is more responsive to concerns of families. I think there's a major issue around the, the, the complaint system within care homes um, and I think we have to get those things right if we're going to make the um, sustained improvements that we need to see going forward. And we also need to look to see how the regulator can use stronger financial penalties um, to um, address those homes in Northern Ireland that are failing to meet their obligations and the minimum standards that they're expected to provide. Yeah, well, sometimes you wonder what minimum standards are because like a, a, a home that isn't feeding people or medicating people, what are they doing what, that, that is good? Well, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, pointing out that these are minimum standards is very important. You know, many of the findings in the Dunmurray Manor investigation unfortunately found major flaws in terms of things like medications, people being oversubscribed, missed medication, very serious issues that can have um, devastating impacts on the, on the, 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 the well-being of those in the home. So these are very serious issues that can't be allowed to continue for any period of time. And I was very concerned in Murray Manor that that home went nine months in failure to comply and that's just not acceptable. We need a system that responds very quickly to failings in any home and it, it, those issues need to be fixed much more quickly in the future. We have to remember this is home for all the residents who live in those homes and it's totally unacceptable if they have to live any period of time where their standard of care isn't to at least the minimum standard. Is part of the problem how much the NHS depends on these homes being available. Well, certainly, you know, the last thing, we, we, we do know that we are an ageing population. We're going to need um, more support services for older people uh, as more of our population ages. And there is a system about, you know, the amount of uh, supply and demand in this sector. And certainly, whilst the last thing we want to do is, is close homes, because we know that the downside of moving uh, residents can be quite significant. But it's not enough to, uh, to um, let 
at home continuously fail to meet the standards that they're required to do. And that's why the system changes that I'm calling for are really needed. So when we identify a home that isn't meeting those standards, that all the authorities take swift action, use all the powers within their control um, and, and fix that. And one of the big things that I'm calling for is an adult safeguarding bill in Northern Ireland. We remain the only part of the UK that doesn't have this legislation in place. And the absence of such a bill means that um, older people and vulnerable adults are not as protected under law as they should be. And that is something that, that I'm calling on the Health Minister to proceed with as a matter of urgency. In the meantime, as we drive past homes the length and breadth of Northern Ireland, can we be confident that those residential homes, the majority of them are doing a very good job? The majority of them are, Frank, and it's, it's important to make that point. I have visited many homes um, over the past few years that seem to be providing excellent care, That where the, the culture of the home seems to be very positive, where families um, and relatives uh, have, have made good uh, feedback on the home. So this is certainly not saying that all homes are, are, are having these problems, but there, are, there is a minority of homes that continually struggle, and I think the system has to make sure that those homes are the ones where attention is focused on and when we see problems that are happening in homes that the authorities take the actions quickly and swiftly to fix those problems so that so there's not the negative impact again on those people who rely on that on that on, on that care and who whose home um, is in that home setting so you know th- there's much work still to be done there has been acceptance from all the authorities that these recommendations need to be put in place but we're now past the point of talking about improvement plans. We just want to see improvements being made at this stage so everyone across Northern Ireland can be assured that the quality of care their loved one receives is of the highest possible quality. And the reinstating of a health minister, is that an obvious benefit? I believe it certainly is. Some of the recommendations I made couldn't have been uh, progressed without a minister. Um, I met with the new health minister, Minister Swan, uh, earlier this week. I pressed on him the importance of this issue. He has reassured me that this is a priority for him, that he sees um, the care of treatment of older people as a key priority. His statement yesterday was very welcome. He apologised for the system letting down the families of Dunmurray Manor and he gave a very strong commitment that he was going to take action to make sure this doesn't happen again. So I'll certainly be holding him to account on that Um, but I do think having the Assembly up and running again, having a Health Minister now gives us the chance to uh, proceed with some of these key reforms that have to happen now. Okay, Eddie Lynch, appreciate your time this morning the Older People's Commissioner, thank you indeed Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.